Well, hello, and welcome to What's What Crap Ends, the podcast for all that crap we love to talk about on your browser. I'm Ronnie. That's Ben over there. Hi, Benoon. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Good. What's going on, baby? You know, it's uh, Friday. I'm just, like, really excited to launch myself into the weekend. It's going to be... It's going to be a wild weekend for me, I'll tell you that much, but um, I'm ready for it. <laughs> oh, yeah? You've got some crazy things planned? Is it going to be like yeah. a board game orgy or what? What the hell are you doing over there? I'm going to Orlando. <laughs> oh. I think if there's any place you can find a board game orgy, it's probably there. <laughs> Actually, you can. There's a big board game store there. But um, uh, you know, I'm going to Orlando because uh, Dom's sister's getting married. So Aww. I'm going to be doing a whirlwind trip to Orlando um, unless there's some sort of cancellations, I should be back by Monday for podcasting, but it is going to be a quick dip into that Florida humidity. So, um, it's going to be a wild one, you know, well, what about you? What are you fun. Gonna... I hope you're prepared that's for that. Great. When are you two getting married? It's your turn and it's still <laughs> legal. It'll be legal for about 10 more minutes. Might, might as well get it in there, boys. <laughs> yeah, we probably will get that. Uh, we'll get something I'm sure. Um, hopefully a free drink from the flight attendants, but you know, <laughs> I haven't got one of those in a long time, unfortunately. <laughs> flight attendants are not having our shit. I'll tell you that. And by no. our, I mean, everybody that's not a flight attendant. Okay. And rightfully so flight attendants are fucking over it at this point. <laughs> Like, it's my bachelorette party. <laughs> They're like, die. Okay. Could you do me a favor? Please don't put on your seatbelts. <laughs> I'm making a, I'm making a uh, a mental note to myself. This is the most important thing you have to do before a trip to Orlando. Charge my noise canceling headphones because that's basically like a Chuck E. Cheese in the air. You know, when you're flying to Orlando, it's like good luck, <laughs> and you need those headphones all the way until you get to the Uber because when you land in, in Orlando, that air, I mean that that airport. It's like kids are like they're on. It's like gremlins, you know, when the gremlins take over the toy store. It's like children on ceiling fans, and uh, and you wait there, and there's, and there's that like there's like that tram thing that takes you from the terminal to the gates, and all the doors have like frozen characters on it, which means while you stand there, you hear a thousand times, "Look, there's Olaf. Do you see Olaf? Hey, Bryce, look at Olaf." Olaf, do you see Olaf? Mommy, there's Olaf! Yeah, I'm like, everyone, can we make a general announcement? Olaf is on the door. We can now move on with our lives. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't hear that if you stood next to me, because all you would hear if you stood next to me in front of a Frozen poster is, Let it go! Let it go! <laughs> Just out-sing those little fuckers, okay? Out-sing them. Yeah, that's what I will do. Well, so, today, anyway. speaking of weddings, we're here for a real dog day afternoon, everybody, because dogs <laughs> are getting married on Bravo. <laughs> You're starting to sound like, uh, what's her face on Big Brother? That Jan what's her name? No, not Janice. You know, she's like, Julie Chan, you look prettier oh, than a chicken wing in an air fryer. I Stupid. Hate that and girl. she practiced that. She practiced that some, line. I got some, uh, some back ramp. What does she say? Some butter beam like back door. Oh God! What? Are, what's her? I don't even. I don't Jasmine. Even, oh my. Jasmine. God. I'm like Janice. Jasmine. She's awful. She's awful, and she practices those lines because people have caught her on the live feeds. So anyway, she sucks. With, <laughs> yeah, she sucks. But we have all these people that suck. So we'll, yeah, you know, we need to keep on this container of suck. 
before we move on to that. So um, this one is a dog wedding. Um, Real quick, before we get into it, I just wanted to say thank you, everybody. Last week, we talked about iced coffee, and I complained about watered-down iced coffee. And what do I do about iced coffee? Well, it turns out the Crappens audience is very into their iced coffee because we got a lot of suggestions. I tried them all. I spent a week trying all of them. I did the um, frozen ice cubes, uh, coffee ice cubes, which was a great suggestion. That did work. Um, But I don't like taking the time to freeze. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I don't like messing up the ice trays. Then I spill the coffee because, you know, my freezer is stacked, which I've still got like Nutrisystem shit in there from like three years ago, which we saw how much that did. So that's what my freezer looks like. So it has like coffee drips all over it now. So that one. But thank you. Yeah. Um, make it the night before and put it in the fridge. That's what I always do. So that doesn't count. Yeah. Um, yep, the I'll best do. one turned out to be. This thing on Amazon it was like $25. It's called the chill zone. I think it's called like the freeze zone or the chill oh, zone. Did Cynthia Bailey make that? <laughs> the chill zone. Chill you, zone. Ju- you never, you really can never trust if your coffee freezer is going to cheat on you, but you're going to marry it anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's something like that, like the chill zone, I think. And it looks like a big thermos and it has like a metal container on the inside. And, then in between that, it has like a core, and then on the outside, it has another metal container. So basically, the coffee goes in between. You pour hot coffee in between a frozen thing and a frozen thing. Works like a damn charm. Thank you wow. so much. I've been using it every day. I'm drinking. Listen to this ice. Nothing has oh. melted. Nothing <laughs> I think new ice has grown in this cup. So thank you for the suggestion, you guys. I appreciate oh. Wow, yeah. Um, we'll put a link to that on our social media because I know people will be like, Wait, where can I find that? We'll put it on our social media and you'll be able to find it right there. Um, <laughs> no it's ad. Actually... Hashtag no ad, okay? <laughs> it's not an ad. It's actually, it's in my um, it's in my Amazon cart at the moment. I have, uh, I have, I have uh, right now I'm like on the verge of committing to purchasing that iced coffee thing and a, and a new meat pounder. And I'm like, do I pull the trigger? <laughs> <laughs> or is something else gonna like pop up in my mind? I'm like, add that to the cart. You know, it's you know it's that thing where you're like, I feel like this is all I want, but what if I want something as soon as I press add, like purchase? You know, are you sure that the meat pounder isn't just a Freudian slip because you're about to go to a wedding and it's freaking <laughs> you out like Shep? <laughs> no, uh, uh, it's I saw I was watching a video by Carla Lolly Music and she was pounding cutlets and her meat pounder looked amazing and i've not been able to find it on the internet but it sort of sparked an interest in me in getting a better overall meat pounder so Mm. that's the journey i'm on make it murder fun make it (laughs) i gotta make cutlets okay listen cutlets are really actually kind of annoying to pound out or at least with the meat pounder that i have and i feel like carla she just took her meat pounder and she was like one two and she had cutlets and i was like i need to have i want to have quick cutlets too so that's that's where I'm at right well, now. She's also got Instagram editing. Okay, don't don't be fooled. <laughs> she has industrial light and magic behind her. <laughs> she's she got Amblin. Whole... She's got the old Amblin and <laughs> yes. entertainment over there. Steven Spielberg presents. Et's cutlets. just walking along a path of you know frozen cutlets <laughs> on the ground. Just okay, let's start this recap, please. Uh, we're okay. seven and a half minutes in. I am gonna. We are gonna start it, and we're gonna start it with a very hot take. And a reminder that winter is crappening starts on Monday. But here's my hot take. I was looking, I was watching this very fascinating episode, and I was looking at Olivia, and I had a very intriguing epiphany. 
And it will sound wild, but I want everyone just to listen to what I have to say. And then next time you watch, just look. Yes, it's Woody Olivia. from Toy Story. We all know already. Okay. <laughs> Olivia basically looks like Carl in like a blonde wig. If you take out Carl's, you know, five o'clock shadow and all his hair and all his Carl, Carl stuff, and you put him in blonde hair, it's Olivia. I'm telling you, you won't be able to unsee it. It's like the time we noticed that that bosun from Below Deck Med was actually Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll, uh, I'll wait. I'll hold my judgment until I see her in white jeans. <laughs> but also, okay. the gossip with her is that her brother is like the biggest, oh, and this is gossip. I don't know this. Don't sue me. It's alleged. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, her brother's a big Coke dealer in Charleston <laughs> and is apparently like besties with Thomas Ravenel. And there's all these pictures of them like hanging out on the internet. Wow. So, wow. Well, look at that. So that explains a lot. That that explains a lot on this show. <laughs> if, yeah. If any of that is, if any of that utter slander is true, uh, that explains a lot. Okay. Yeah, and I, I just want to do an addendum to my Olivia thing. If you look at like pictures of her on the internet, you're not going to see it. You have to actually watch the show, and then you'll see the the Carl face. You just have to do enough coke. So just. Call her brother. <laughs> so her brother sells Coca-Cola. That's what you're saying. If you ever haven't gone having a bowling party. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, let's get into it. Who knows? So, um, but that's a good city to sell it in, isn't it? <laughs> so, isn't it? Isn't it? So um, let's start with the party planner over at Patricia's house. So it's a big to be continued from last week where Patricia's like, how fast can you do this dog wedding? I want it done in a wing. So now we come back and it's very intense. This sound. Hold on. This sound. Yeah. Ooh, you're doing it really well. Wow, Ronnie. We can do that. I was like, what the fuck were you writing? <laughs> yeah, uh, Ronnie, by the way, you just independence got... over there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Who does not bring their laptop to a meeting also, by the way, a party planner, Erica? Oh. By the way, I'd like to say that, that it's not that this ep- last episode was like to be continued. It was more like to be filled as in our episode order needs to be filled so we're going to do an entire episode to stretch out the content of this dog dog wedding right like that's what this was today right like we have to get to our our 18 episode order but isn't southern charm filler in general <laughs> that's what it is you know True. it's like getting mad it's like whenever you get mad when you get a ups package and it's got those little foam peanuts in it you're like damn it it's like they have to be there or the package will break that's what they do because they can't have enough housewife cities you know you gotta yeah. get some some fuck boys you know some homely fuck boys um with serious addiction issues okay let's get back to the show so party planner is like whoa i did it and then um, of course patricia has this um sound as her doorbell dong 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 the library sound dong 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 Flashback to like the 18th century when that was composed. It's like dong 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 dong. People like humping on the ground, like twerking with each other. Unless the emperor yawns. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at which point you're out. Is that so, Kelsey Ballerini? Dong, 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 dong. Yeah. Gosh, was that Salieri? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, yeah. So Patricia's like, I like that you're so detail oriented, except for the detail where you forgot your laptop to write down all the instructions. I gotta see here and watch you write it like you're doing math. <laughs> hey, you know where we should go? Back to where things Queens. were good once. Queens. Oh, God. You're home for fashions and savings. Gwen! <laughs> You're home for discount poofy sleeves. Gwen. <laughs> You're home for the greatest internship. Unless you're racist. Gwen! So, uh, we're at Gwen's. Catherine is still banned. There's, like, little pictures of her drawn all over the store. Like, do not, <laughs> not wanted. Catherine, Dennis <laughs> McFarlane. And so, um, now it's Vanita. Vanita, I guess, is the new... The new model. And so she's trying on stuff, and Madison's there. And um, she's considering wearing fur. And she's like, maybe not to the dog wedding. And I I like that consideration for dogs, but dogs do eat meat. So I mm. don't think that they would mind. As long as it's not like poodle fur or something. Well, actually, yeah. all dogs hate poodles, too. So make a poodle yeah. fur. <laughs> yeah. So um, we learned that Madison is actually the maid of honor at this for Peaches, which is exciting. And then um, now it's Wednesday, because before it was Monday, but now it's Wednesday, and Whitney is walking Peaches, and it's Peaches' first time actually getting a, a proper walk, her first time on the on a leash. And so uh, he's uh, he's brought Peaches to meet up with Shep and Little Craig. It's kind of like a pre-wedding, you know, visitation moment. Right. It's like the dads, you know, yeah. the, the dad, the in-laws hanging out. So Whitney's like, she's never been walked. You know, but if she, if, you know, if my mother goes to Paris, like she doesn't have to worry about walking her outside the Ritz. <laughs> um, so Whitney says that his new gig is playing the wedding march for these dogs, which I'm sure the dogs are going to love. They really love screechy, super loud sounds that don't make any sense, Renob. <laughs> yeah, they can't wait. I'd <laughs> be really excited about that. And um, Whitney's like, well, mom, I'm, I'm road testing this new concept called mom instead of mother, but mom thinks neither me nor you will be married anytime soon. I said, I'm already married to the music. Renob. <laughs> Gosh, I didn't know that kept her up at night. Marriage is a big deal, right? And he's like, "Oh my God, the same woman every night." I don't, I don't, I don't think I could do it. Yeah, it's the age-old question: love versus lust, Vietnam versus World War II. Which is more worthy of a documentary? <laughs> the Civil War or Vietnam? Which was the better Ken Burns doc? And so he's like, you'll never not be wildly attracted to somebody who isn't the person you're with. And Whitney goes, yeah. every year Ferrari comes out with a new model. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> yes. Like, mm. And if that's the case, you're, both of your models are like the fucking wagon and horse. Okay? <laughs> like, they come out with new models for women, too. What the fuck model do you two dopes think that you are? Yeah, yeah. You think those so, those young women you date want to be riding a horse and what buggy or whatever the hell? No, they don't. They they want a nice 
a nice hot car. So Shep is like, well, I don't want to get married because I don't want to get a divorce. I mean, I don't want to be a failure in marriage because I come from a family with zero divorce. The bar is high. You know, do you know how difficult it is to maintain an entire family tree of miserable relationships that are too afraid to get divorced? Gosh. Oh, God. So is that why you don't have a job either? I'm just afraid of failing. I don't like failing. It's why I'm just generally a failure. Who gets mailbox money? So um, he just doesn't want to share his trust fund, which all goes back to my original point that Shep is not as rich as he's pretending, okay? Because if that trust fund was a real, huge, rich person trust fund, he wouldn't care because he, he would have a solid prenup. He wouldn't care about sharing because it would be so much he didn't have to worry. But this is like the tiny condo on the wrong side of town trust fund. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's the distrust fund, <laughs> which was a diss on a trust fund. It was a diss. It was a trust fund diss. Gosh. Distrust fund. How could you? God, I'm afraid of failing with distrust funds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, uh, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm afraid of failure. And, of course, it's Shep, so he still makes his – he still makes this all about him being like a vulnerable victim who just needs a hug from a pretty girl, you know? Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's going to be really hard because no one wants to fail. And it's not something anybody wants to say they did. And he does that like little boy, like a smile thing that he does. I would hate to be like America in Vietnam in 1975, having to pull away with tails between our knees. Oh, gosh, failure. So then um, we go to a restaurant. It's, now it's Friday, and Taylor is at a restaurant, and she is sitting by herself, talking to herself, saying, God, I hate being the first person, because then you just awkwardly sit here and stare at the menu. I'm like, well, imagine being the first person who's sitting there awkwardly and staring at the menu and also talking to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine yeah, that. that's a that's a person actually I think who's going to be alone forever because it's very comfortable talking to yourself, you know? Like you can you can judge someone's ability to be alone by the way they can talk to myself. I have full conversations over here. I have a great time. And I mm. think she'll be fine too cuz she's like, "Oh my god, doesn't this suck, Taylor?" Sure does, Taylor. God, I hope they have pigs in the blanket. Um so also this is another reason I think she's going to be alone forever. Your picker is broken, okay? First you're with Shep, but then on Watch What Happens Live, Andy asked her if there are any Bravo celebrities that she wants to like get with, and she said that at Upfront she met Tom Schwartz and I'm just I'm he's <laughs> just adorable. So I'm just glad she know. didn't say precious. <laughs> now there's a there's an answer Kathy Hilton should have given. <laughs> they put up a Lizzo. They put up a picture of Lizzo. Uh, Bubba? What's up, Bubba? Tom Schwartz? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom Schwartz. I mean, I mean, talk about like a walking red flag. It's like not even a nice red flag. It's like a wrinkled red flag. I just, you know, I guess, I guess poor Taylor, she just has that desire to fix broken men gene in her. That's a shame. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Then back to Tate. Wait, back to so she's sitting at the she's sitting oh, at so the table. So we don't go back. Okay, yeah, we yeah. She's, at she's the just table. there, and she's met by the girls, Olivia and Catherine. Mm-hmm. And then Olivia, Olivia's like really all about Catherine because I feel like they only just met, right? Um, I could be wrong, 
But Olivia's like, I love that color of your hair, Catherine. And Catherine's like, um, I'm thinking about going back to red. She's like, I love red on you, too. I'm like, okay, relax, Olivia. You're on the show. You don't have to kiss up to Catherine. Yeah. And Taylor, <laughs> Taylor's just so Southern. She's like, oh, my God, aren't you a sor- cyphersaurus? You remind me of the good old days of summer. I'm going to have a tickled pink, please. Like, could you say... <laughs> One more Southern thing in a row, please. I'm just waiting to see what it is. <laughs> well, pick my daisies and call me a froggy. Uh, that's on, I don't know if that's a confirmed Southern saying, but it feels like it is. So we find out that Olivia has been set up on a blind date um, with Marcy, which, you know, do you trust Marcy? You know, you want to talk about someone muttering to themselves all the time. That's all Marcy's done on the show is putter around herself, her house and say, I'm pregnant over and over again, like a crazy bird. Like, I'm pregnant. I'm still pregnant. Oh, look at me folding a tiny, tiny, tiny little outfit. It would be full size, but I'm pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I was a little dubious about who Marcy was going to choose. Um, later on, I was I was pleasantly surprised. More, I mean, Were for you? this show. Well, for I mean, this what, show, would she stop at the local junior high and just say, "Get in my van"? I mean, what I'm the saying, hell, Mark? For this, sh- well, it could have been, it could have been like JD, or it could have been Thomas <laughs> Rabbit. Like, true. I'm back <laughs> on this show. That's usually what you get. That's true. Yeah, I'm like, I think we dodged a bullet here, but um, uh, yeah. So, so Marcy is <laughs> a Civil War bullet from my replica gun that I have from the Ravenel Estate. Hey, uh, welcome! Get into my van! We can talk about deals! Deals, deals, deals! I got lots of businesses, honey. Hope you like the smell of cigars! So, um, Olivia's wondering if she should let Austin know that she's bringing a date, and they're all kind of like, "Mm, no. So then we cut to Austin, who's FaceTiming his sister and um, having banter about Harry Potter. He's, like, really upset with the vision of Harry Potter, like, the literal vision of Harry Potter. He's like, I mean, like, he has, like, broken glass. Like, this is insane. Why doesn't he fix his glass? He's a wizard. This is insane right now. Yeah, he's the only one that wore glasses and, you know, like, the whole series. I mean, that doesn't make sense. Like, why is he always doing, like, why is he the only one with shitty vision? In the entire wizarding world. This is insane right now, Madison. Maybe they were for fashion, Austin. I mean, open your eyes for once. <laughs> so, uh, I love, it's funny how he's mad at, like, another privileged kid. Who's, like, who yeah. he is because of his parents. You know? Interesting. <laughs> Did Harry Potter have a different beer that was paid for by his parents than you? Or So then we go to... Um, Oh, also, he's ruining whales for me in his hat. You say I like whales, but he's like, mm. he's wearing a whale hat. What brand is that? Vineyard Vines, maybe? Oh, is that a guy thing, too? This is a very long way. Vi- Vineyard Vines is, is yeah, it's for everyone, <laughs> except oh. Margaret <laughs> Joseph's. <laughs> I don't know. I just learned about it on the Housewives show. So I'm like, wow, boys wear that? <laughs> yeah, boys and boys and girls. They all wear. They all wear their whales. You know? Boys and girls and anyone that twirls. How about that? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, he's talking about Harry Potter. He's very, he's getting very, very animated about it. And um, then he's talking about, like, Olivia. He's like, he's like, well, I've been talking to Olivia, but I want to continue to have fun, too. So, like, like I, I don't know. And, and Katie is like, well, does she know that? He goes, Yeah. 
which I don't believe Olivia knows. I think she just figured it out herself. So she's like, don't, don't make having fun too messy, Austin. He's like, me, I'm empty. As he gets spit all over the FaceTime screen. She's like, uh, could you yeah. please wipe that off so I could see you for the rest of this call? That would be great. <laughs> so we see a flashback of Austin being messy over the years, including that footage from the where he got caught it's like you're insane madison madison and then katie says listen austin don't put yourself in a position where you wake up and you're like cue the mess and he goes okay gandhi like that what what are you talking about gandhi (laughs) (laughs) well there was only one place to go from harry potter okay Straight to Gandhi every time. Yeah. So then back to the girls. Catherine's like, tell me about this wedding thing. Like, I wasn't invited to no wedding. And Taylor's like, oh, yeah, it's for the pups, little Craig and Peaches. Isn't that cute? (laughs) And and, um, it's like. I got lost, actually. <laughs> I thought I could find... I thought by the time I, I got the end of saying, it's a, uh, I would know where I was, but uh, I didn't. Well, basically, <laughs> Catherine just hears about the dog party and is like, oh, God, let's have our dogs marry each other. You can come to my house, and I'll have to lavish a van. Fucking stupid. It's like, um, well, it's either this or another meatball scene. So <laughs> I'll take this, you know, yeah. today. Today I choose this. So over at Patricia's house, a three-tiered cake is delivered. And they're using that, like, Bravo knockoff of Nora Ephron music. You know, it's like, yeah, bring. it's like rom-com music or whatever. And so we see everybody getting ready. Also, during the episode, they, the editors know they're in trouble. So they just keep adding shit. They have all yeah. these wedding quotes you know, a lot through. of Oscar Wilde. Yeah. yeah. And they've chaptered the whole thing. So some of it's like chapter one, chapter two. And then some of it's like Monday in big letters yeah. across the screen. Tuesday. You guys, are you chaptering it? Are you just day of the weeking it? Or are you Thank you. quoting it? Okay. I can't Thank keep up you. with your fucking Apple Final Cut Pro 10 tricks. Thank you. I was going to say that. It's either that it should all be chapters. It should be like chapter one, Monday chapter two but then it's like no it's like days and then chapters and then it's like the reception i thought it was inconsistent and i also felt like you either do all oscar wilde quotes or you just do one oscar wilde quote and you do have a variety but don't do like four oscar wilde quotes and then sinatra and clint eastwood i felt like i wanted like a revision of this entire thing and where's the harry potter quote where is the harry potter quote Oh, I'll give you a Harry Potter quote. Did you hear about the time he was racing his friend back from lacrosse practice and went over someone's yard with his broomstick? It's insane, that kid. Wednesday, chapter four. Mecca, lecca, hi, mecca, hi, ni, ho. Harry Potter. <laughs> so, um, also, the- Oscar Wilde. I was very offended that they used Oscar Wilde because, you know, Oscar Wilde would only be able to go to a ball in that town if he had a female companion. We've already learned that from this show. Leave Oscar Wilde the fuck out of your lips. How about that? <laughs> Cooper is protesting this episode somewhere. <laughs> Cooper's like, I hope he wrote that quote with a woman in tow. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So, um, yeah, so all these, like, the cake is arriving. There's the keeps, the arch is going up. 
And then we, we're seeing stuff around town. So Craig is at home and he's yawning. This is big Craig is yawning. And then, oh, cause he's waking up with Paige and he's like, I sleep so much better when you're here. And she's like, all I hear is like, like, really? I didn't know I snored. Did it keep you up? No, I just put a pillow over your head. Laugh. That was funny. Laugh, Craig. He just keeps like and subscribe my laugh. Yeah, it's like he's not going to laugh at that. Um, Also, Paige is going to hate Craig. I cannot wait till Paige hates Craig. I just feel like (laughs) Paige, the Paige we know from this, from her show, would not stand for Craig for two seconds. I don't no. think she would. Ha- I don't think she would stand for him for two fucking seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, over at uh, Shep's house, I wrote Schlep on accident, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> over at Schlep's house, Shep and Taylor are giving the dog a bath. I'm like, oh my god, you're so close. <laughs> Get Shep in there. <laughs> and Taylor, uh, Taylor's like, wow, look, your girlfriend is becoming your wife, little Craig. Are you excited? And Shep's like, oh, my God. He's like, my life is basically over. Gross. Marriage is disgusting. Girls suck and boys rock. That doesn't really rhyme, but it doesn't need to. <laughs> You're not the boss of me. I'm single. <laughs> Gosh, this is offensive. This is like the Tet Offensive. God, I love that D- that Vietnam War documentary. <laughs> oh. What if he's not ready to curate a relationship? Gosh! <laughs> he's the architect of his own demise. <laughs> so then over at Olivia's, Olivia is in, in her closet of plastic hangers. You don't belong on this show. Get out. <laughs> or the network, to be honest. Yes, how dare you show up on Bravo with plastic hangers smushed together, okay? Yeah. At least get you some Walmart velvet. Okay, don't make me come over there, Olivia. Uh, you just kidding. I'm already at your door because I heard those rumors about your brother. I'm like, let me in. Let me in. <laughs> so so anyway. she's trying on looks for the wedding. And her dad, Gary, is like, well, that's pretty. What are you, where are you going with that thing on? And she's like, I'm going to a dog wedding. He's like, a dog wedding? Really? And um, she's... She's uh she's talking about how uh, Marcy set her up with a guy and she's like should I have, like should I I shouldn't feel weird taking this this guy on a date right with Austin being there like I shouldn't feel weird about that and he's like well if I were in your shoes I'd play the field more or less if you know what I'm saying She's like, well, a lot of you, guys. You've been giving me that dating advice for years dad so maybe I'll just wait for mom to get home all right, well, she is the one that never, ever drinks in the day while I'm gone, so she probably is the <laughs> proper one to ask. <laughs> also, was that was what she was wearing a dress that she said? Because at the beginning of the scene, she said, um, this dress is too pretty for a wedding. I might save this for people. Was that a dress she was picking out or the dress she was wearing? Because when her dad was in there and she was talking to him, she was, like, covering her nips. And I'm like, why do you have to cover your nips when your dad's in there but not the camera crew? And also, if you have to do that, you don't want to wear that to Patricia's house because you'll never hear the end of it. And by hear the end, I mean get dirty looks for it yeah. for the rest of your life. <laughs> um, I didn't realize we invited any sort of wanton husses to this wedding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it was... It was um, you know, I mean, I understand why she would cover her nips in front of her dad, but not the camera crew. It's like, oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. It, like, it's different. There's like, you know, like, I mean, I haven't been to a gym in like three years now at this point. But like, if I ever was changing in the gym, 
I didn't mind if I was like changing. There's like strangers, like whatever. But if I saw, but if a friend came in and then saw, if like someone like I knew came in and then I was like changing if I were naked, I'd yeah, be like, that's <gasps> true. It's like no. <laughs> yeah, nudity. You is have only, context about me. <laughs> yeah, nudity is only shameful if there's someone you know there. Yeah, and if it's your dad, it's really going to be weird. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Um, I don't know why I was thinking that. <clears throat> I was just stuck on that in the closet. I was like, oh, my God, poor thing. You have to cover up in your own scene. You're in front of your own because, dad. Oh, come on. Because this, this episode didn't give us much else to think about, so we had to kind of find our own our own. Well, substance. thank you for giving me a reason, because even now I'm like, why was I worrying about that? Um, so then, um, uh, let's see. Whit- Whitney is up. practicing his guitar. Like, I can't. Please stop trying to make this happen. Please. Mm-hmm. So then Patricia is getting all glammed up. She's in that glam chair for seven hours. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She's the glam started on the Monday chapter one, you know, first Oscar Wilde quote of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is like so she's sitting there and she's like, Well, it's not every day that your dogs get married. And she says, you know, I know it's silly, but people love weddings and people love dogs and it's an excuse for a party, to be honest. And, you know, after all these years, I got to see how those guitar lessons have panned out for Whitney. So we'll put him up there on a perch and see what notes he can hit. You know, I'm glad to see her having fun. But you can definitely tell who watches Handmaid's Tale and who doesn't on this show, you know? <laughs> so then um, Madison comes over and she's like, hi, it's my medicine. And she's like, wow, the maid of honor has my makeup. Was it raining when you came in? Would you like a sip of my dress and drink? I'm going to be here about 16 hours, so if you'd like a meal of some kind, please just take this shock collar remote control. <laughs> it's hilarious. Watch this. Oh! <laughs> Randy falls for it every time. <laughs> By the way, I loved uh, Patricia's makeup artist. Um, she sort of looked like she was leading an infomercial <laughs> or like she was on HGTV. She's like, well, welcome. Welcome to the makeup den, as I like to call it today. We have some wonderful palettes for you to look at. I'm trying some on here on Miss Pat. It's Patricia. Miss Patricia, I apologize for that. Anyway, these palettes are flying off the shelves, so you can get yours now for $6.99 if you call up right now. Yeah, that is bargain basement cheap, but it'll make you look pricey. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so then we see everybody getting ready. Vanita's putting on her makeup with her assistant, Sarah, um, who's like, don't you like this makeup? I know you like this makeup. Don't say you don't like this makeup. I know you like it because you've worn it before. I see that some is missing. So obviously you liked it at some point. I mean, I'm not terrible at my job, am I? Get a ring light. Get a ring light in your staff. She is the moment. <laughs> so <laughs> still, still working on her gay phrases. So, um, uh, yeah, then Leva's doing her hair and her son's watching and Naomi's like futzing with her hair. She's like, and then Austin is putting his, putting a swoop and making his hair look, you know, extra Austin-y. So then we go to chapter two, chapter two, men marry because they are tired. Women marry because they are curious and both are disappointed. Oscar Wilde banned from the city. (laughs) So Olivia comes to Marcy's. She's decided on jeans. Um, so then we meet Zach, the blind date. Um, he's 15. Okay. He's 15 <laughs> years old. He's got that like foppy 15 year old, like no product hair. It's just like flopping all over. And he's kind of like, <laughs> um, and um, he's very he James Marsden like, to me. Very James Marsden. 
You know James Marsden? Yeah, I I think that's giving him a lot of credit. I was kind of seeing like a handsome Napoleon Dynamite, like a more handsome. Whoa. Like he's cute, but he's got like sort of a that guy's going to beat me at any video game I put on kind of vibe. Mm, yeah, he's probably really good at like at like everything. Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. He's good at everything. Oh, my Every God. Every video game, you know. <laughs> so um, he says things like, you're in blue. I went with green, which is the opposite of blue. No, it's not. <laughs> it's actually not, <laughs> sir. Well, he's straight. So you got yeah. that one. You got check. <laughs> Congratulations. Not figuring out the very simple Pantone <laughs> wheel. So... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was he was he was kind of like on a little bit. I don't know if it was his personality or just because he was on camera, but he was definitely tap dancing a little bit, you know, to be on the show. He was like, ah, "Well, I'm wearing green, you're wearing blue. Uh, two colors. I love colors. Colors on a rainbow. I love rainbows. God, God, love the gays, right? I mean, don't see enough of them, am I right? Gay also means happy. I'm so happy. Tell me when to stop." So Marcy's like, oh, God, no one takes me up on my drinks. I offer them apple cider or Sprite, and they just want wine. You know what? Because I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. <laughs> no, Marcy. Fuck, Marcy. And Olivia's like, well, considering this is my first official blind date, I'm pretty pleased with what I see so far. I mean, he's very handsome, and he's tall, and he's got a great head of hair, and doesn't look like a loser like Mar Marcy's husband. Let's be honest, guys. We all were worried about what Marcy was going to turn up. So I'm pretty happy. <laughs> So she asks where they met, and Marcy's like, where else? Pickleball! Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking, he's a pickleball like recruit. Oh, this guy's no no hope for this guy. And he's like, do you have a tennis background? She goes, yes. Yes! I mean, like, of course she has a tennis butt background. Look at her. Do you think that Robin <laughs> did not give her a tennis background? Of course. <laughs> You'll get your you'll get your velvet hangers when you get a solid game down, girl. You need to work on that backhand a little more. You're doing better, but you're gonna be back to wire hangers pretty soon if you don't keep your practice on. Don't tell your dad I'm drinking a martini while I told you this advice. <laughs> it's just Robin using the ball hopper to pick up <laughs> beer cans or something. It's Robin standing with the ball machine, just like aiming it right at Olivia's head. Oh, missed that one again, didn't you? Mom, <gasps> my head! <laughs> Sweetie, you gotta move out of the way of the balls. <laughs> so, um, now we go to Shep and Taylor. They're on the way, they're driving to the wedding, and Craig is in the backseat, little Craig, and he farts. And uh, Taylor's like, oh my god, Little Craig just farted. Oh my God, little Craig. She starts rolling down the window. I'm like, you know, you might want to double check who actually did the farting in that backseat. I'm just going to say that right now. No kidding. Maybe. You're with Shep. Okay? <laughs> You're with Shep. He's dressed in one of those, like, you know, it smells like mothballs, that jacket he's wearing. And it's one of those designs that's like meant to look like it's covered in lint. You know, it's just like a yeah. creepy old man, stinky jacket. <laughs> he definitely bought it at that same store where Pat Buchanan's working. Remember that guy? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I'll get you a shirt. So <laughs> I definitely think that jacket came from there. So she's like, Craig, um, you are rude, Craig. Should we give um, should we give Craigie any marriage advice or life advice, Shep? And Shep's like, don't go to sleep angry. Just go to sleep. Gosh. <laughs> Uh, little Craig, here's my advice. If a guy indicates that he might cheat on you and then he does cheat on you, stay with him a little bit longer because then he might cheat on you again and then you can react 
to that instead. Craigie, if you're with a partner you can't trust, try and get that partner to impregnate you. It'd be great. So then um, Shep's like, oh, my God, that sounds awful. Rebuilding trust. Gross. Craig, do whatever you want. And she's like, yeah, it's going to be a long day today. He goes, yes, it will. And so uh, then Shep and Taylor arrive at the wedding. We see the armadillo cake, the famous armadillo cake. And Shep is like, gosh, I hate weddings. Every freaking girl has the syndrome that Disney freaking drilled into them. You know, Cinderella, Snow White, Prince Charming on the horse. And it's screwed up because there's no Prince Charming. The more perfect they seem, the more screwed up they are. I'm like, yes, on that last point, correct. But I don't think this is really Disney's fault, it was, even though it's fun to say that. I think maybe it's the fault of... I don't know, families that advertise that they've never had a divorce and that if you're part of the family, you get trust funds and access to all sorts of wonderful family things. I don't know. Maybe that's part of it. I think that's a really good point. And also, nobody's looking at Shep and seeing Prince Charming. You know, the only <laughs> Disney movie you've got going for you is the frog one. Okay. You just get people <laughs> walking up to you trying to kiss you over and over to see if you'll turn into something, but they don't walk up to a full package. <laughs> yeah, I definitely I feel like when they see Shep, they see like maybe at best, maybe they see that like carpet from Aladdin. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't think he's a Disney movie. I think he's an HGTV show. He's like a flipper flop when you're like, well, you know, the walls may be leaking and there's mold in the basement, but it is cheap and I can make it work. I can make it a dream. I think Shep is just like a Don Bluth uh like cartoon character where you're like, mm, this feels like it should be Disney, but it's not. It's not quite where I want my cartoon to be. <laughs> uh, so then we go back to Patricia and Madison still getting dressed and Peaches is getting her dress on. And Patricia's like, her dress is better than any wedding dress I've had. And she's like, well, this wedding might be nicer than mine, which it, it won't be, of course. Mine's going to be on Amazon. I don't know if you've heard. Don't tell Austin. I really love just fucking with his head. I've been married three times. I was married in a church. I was married on a mega yacht. And I was married in a Fifth Avenue apartment by a Supreme Court judge. And obviously, yeah, you, you just guess which one that was. Obviously, it'd be nice if it was Whitney walking down the aisle. But as long as it's a member of the family, I guess I'll be happy. I mean, I did put out a... I did put out a call to John Roberts to see if he wanted to officiate for peaches. But unfortunately... No response. <laughs> <laughs> Judge Aquino would be here in five minutes. What's his name? Alito. Judge Alito. God damn it. I thought that oh. sounded incorrect. If she had an Akita, she's like, Judge Alito, would you officiate for my Akita? You guys, your names sort of sound the same. You guys have, have the same syllables, and uh, I guess that's where it begins and ends. I invited Judge Alito, but I was afraid someone might bring an Akita, and it would get very confusing in here. So, Well, I did, I did put my feelers out for Judge Judy, but unfortunately... <laughs> She's busy with Judy Justice trying to get that one off the ground. And she's not really on the Supreme Court yet, but I have faith that she will be very, very soon. <laughs> they better they better fortify that bench because there'll be a lot of slapping. <laughs> a lot of slapping up there. Uh -huh. Hey, be quiet. 
Be quiet. That's my Judge Judy impersonation as Patricia. So then the planner downstairs is like, okay, everybody, we are going to practice the wedding now. Okay, everybody get in the line and just give me one second here. <laughs> just got to write down the equation real quick. I think I finally figured out nuclear yeah. fusion. Stage left, audience left, dog left, which is black and white left. Okay, <laughs> and every okay, we are going to start now. Now, the dogs will go down the center of the aisle. Okay, Austin, you're going to walk down with Madison. Okay, and then you two are going to walk Little Craig. And Chef's like, what? We're going to walk down? Where are we walking down to? What is this? Oh, my God. Holy crap. We're all going to die. Is there a guillotine at the end of this? Are they going to be head them? Ah, let them eat cake. I can't do this. <laughs> oh, God. Little Craig's going to go pop the inflatable swan. Oh, it's a disaster. Austin, why do you have a thunderbolt on your forehead? <laughs> so, so then now people are arriving, including Dr. Berger, the veterinarian who officiated, who's officiating. And Whitney's sound checking. So it's a lot and Vanita, um, Vanita arrives with Charles, still pushing the Charles agenda, and she's the only one who actually brought her dog. I, I kind of feel bad for her because I think she thought everyone was bringing their dogs, and then she was the only one who brought a dog. Um, I, uh, uh, but at the same time, I'm also like, why are you bringing Charles? You shouldn't be bringing Charles here. This is not well, a Charles moment. Yes, it is. This is. I would bring Bueller if someone had a dog wedding. Of course, you bring your dog, monster. <laughs> But then, of course, Charles... I'm like, you're, that, that's the equivalent of wearing white to someone else's wedding day, I feel like, is bringing another dog to a dog's wedding. <laughs> I probably am wrong on this. I, I accept it. I'm wrong. I accept. I'm not going to dig my heels in. I'm not going to dig my paws in on this one. Mm-hmm. So then um, Charles basically acts like most of the cast on this show. He walks straight up to the barn shits. So Yeah. Yeah. So then Naomi comes, and they put a little tux on little Craig, and uh, we see the honeymoon suite. Little doghouse that they can. I mean, it, it is yeah. kind of sick if you watch. It is. If you watch *Handmaid's Tale* or anything like that, it's like I, I don't. I didn't hear any consent from these two. They don't even seem to like each other. You know. Oh, so that's what happens on that show. Yeah, I need like oh. one of them. I need um, the Peaches to be in like a red velvet robe with like a little white hat thing on. You know, a little puritanical <laughs> hat or whatever. Oh, fun! Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a fun <laughs> show. Oh yeah, to anybody Barrel who's blasts. not watching *Handmaid's Tale*. Best comedy on TV. It's the most depressing fucking thing I've ever seen. Oh, my God. But it's so good. Okay. I hear it's great. Yeah, it is. So, So, um, yeah. So, people are just, like, arriving. Naomi. Off our stool. All right. Do you off our stool? (laughs) Take ye of Master Craig. Okay, I'm sorry. I just wanted to see what that name would sound like. Off our stool. That sounds pretty good. Okay, go Wait, ahead. what? I'm sorry. I'm confused. You have to watch Handmaid's Tale. Oh, okay, 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 I will. It's like, that's so, why I keep making Bible references, okay? Because one day you're going to say, I wonder what Ronnie was talking about. I think I'll read the Bible. And then I can look <laughs> up to Jesus and say, got one, and get my, get my commission. <laughs> Listen, I do watch The Handmaid's Tale. It's called Love Island. So... <laughs> Um, so uh so anyway austin arrives and uh i just wrote down craig come here so i don't know so then there's a lot of people a lot of people arriving and then uh austin discovers because he's craig's best man and he discovers that madison is peaches you know maid of honor so he's like i knew that was gonna happen like when shep asked me to be the best man i'm like great 
Now I have to be on the altar with Madison. This is insane right now. I felt that they, Ross is really, you know, a goober, but they do set him up to fail. It's so funny. So not only all but this he, is going on, but he has to show up in a van, you know? I feel I like whenever anybody else shows, yeah, he shows up in like the airport sprinter. Like they don't even send him a regular car. They're like, send him the production sprinter. But, you know, they do, of course, set him up for this. Like, it is it is funny because they are totally setting him up for this. But they set him up for it because they know he falls for it every time. Like, he's the only one who cares. He's the only one who's really referring to this as, like, a real altar. Like, everyone else is just like, this is a dog wedding. And he's like, I can't believe I'm getting married to Madison right now. It's like, dude, chill out. <sighs> so when he sees Madison, Madison comes out and she's, of course, like, vavoom, as always. Yes. And Austin's just, like, gritting his teeth, you know. And Taylor goes, wow, look at you, Madison. You look like a mermaid. And she's like, thank you. I was thinking more about Frozen. Which, you know, what happened in my house. Let it go! Let it go! <laughs> she's like, I was inspired by the Orlando airport. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this big gay queen at the Orlando airport waiting for the tram singing it. <laughs> and I said, I want to use that inspiration. So I decided to dress up like a mermaid, but then tell everyone it was frozen. <laughs> so speaking of cold things, so uh, Naomi meets Zach, because now Olivia and Zach have arrived. And Naomi... She agree- she greets Zach in the most Naomi way possible. Sorry, my hand is frigid. <laughs> <laughs> and Marcy shows up just how you think she would. Oh, hi, everybody. What is that, a bar? Oh, unfortunately, I'm pregnant. Can't do that. You guys have fun. <laughs> Uh, so then Austin is staring at Olivia from across and he sees, he sees Olivia with Zach. He's like, who is that? Who is that? And Taylor's like, that is Olivia's date. I learned about him when I was talking to myself at the restaurant the other day. And he's like, well, well, he's a handsome man. He's a handsome man. Chapter four, Saturday. <laughs> Waste not, want not. Linda Dano. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> A man doesn't know what happiness is until he's married. (laughs) By then, it's too late. Frank Sinatra. (laughs) Um, So we see little clips, little snippets of the wedding, and Shep's telling the dog, Little Craig, you can always get a divorce. What's happening? And then we see Olivia hugging Vanita, so they're good now. And Naomi's like, oh, my God, Olivia, that teenager you brought, like, he's so cute. Are you tutoring him? And she's like, yeah, thanks. I'm a fan so far. <laughs> yeah, big fan. And um, uh, and so then uh, Naomi is like, yeah, yeah, what you just said. So then Shep and Austin start talking about Olivia, and they're just like making small talk about it. And then Austin's like, well, uh, uh, so uh, oh, I get, I'm sorry. So now there's so many people walking around. My notes get confusing. So Shep and Austin are talking to Olivia about Zach, and Austin's like, uh, so uh, who is your date? It's like Harry Potter without glasses on. It's like pretty insane. Mm. Olivia's like. Oh well, uh, Marcy and John really set me up with him. I I just sort of assumed to be a kind of a a librarian with tuna breath, but it turns out he's kind of a cute guy. 
<laughs> Whoa, he seems kind of cool, which is so Shep, because, of course, if it was any other younger, cute guy, Shep would hate him immediately, because that's how Shep is. But he's just here to torture Austin, so Shep loves yeah. it. And Austin's like, oh, I mean, <coughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> his face is, his mouth just keeps keeps on moving. So he's like, you know, this is one of those things where you say you want them to date in hopes that they really don't, like, go out on a date. And she just told, did what I told her to do. So, <laughs> so uh, then Naomi's talking to Madison, and uh, she's like, "Um, so is it awkward that Austin is best man and you're maid of honor? Be careful, my hand. It's like frigid right now. Like, be mm-hmm. careful. I know you said you want to be frozen, but honestly, my hand is really the Anna here. Okay." I won't even say hello to me. And she's like, well, what changed when y'all were, like, fine at my house? And then from, like, today, besides my hand being completely fridge. And (laughs) Madison's like, I got engaged. That's real awkward. You know? I think I ruined his Amazon Prime day. (laughs) And Naomi's like, well, I feel awkward around Craig now. Like, he's, like, trying to draw clear boundaries and respect Paige. But it's like, I mean, I've got a frigid hand. Like, what more of a boundary does he need? Am I right? So then Naomi says, um, she tells us it probably looks insane when I'm trying to be friendly with him and and friends when he has a girlfriend. But I thought Craig and I were cool. So this all, I'm like, she's like, beats me. It's, I'm, I'm confused. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So then we see Paige and Craig walking uh, up the street and Paige, wow, Paige, do something. Like, you need to learn what to wear in this town because <laughs> she looks crazy. Okay, she looks crazy. She's like she's in a cocktail like, dress. Yeah, she's in like a little pink cocktail dress. So they're walking up and she's like, um, I don't think many people have been to a dog wedding. And he's like, it's such a Charleston thing to do, like a dog wedding. Like, Charleston is, like, the only place you would see something like It's so Charleston. Shut up, Delaware. <laughs> Stop telling everybody it's so Charleston. Yeah, and Craig is, like, trying to do the page thing now. Because they walk in, he goes, oh, my gosh, there's, like, pews. Did I do it right? Did I do it like right, Paige? Yeah, pretty much. She's like, this is some rich people shit. This is some rich people shit. I'm like, your show is literally about you going to the Hamptons every weekend. (laughs) So um, the girls are like, oh my god, is that Paige? Paige, you must be freezing. Are you cold? Are you cold? Oh my god, is she cold? Oh my god, Paige, are you cold? You must be so cold. Wait, are you colder than Naomi's hand? Oh my god, I don't even care. Get rocks. Just put rocks on her. She's freezing. She looks so cold. Are you cold? Oh my god. Are you cold? Who designed that? So they make (laughs) (laughs) Naomi's like, Craig, give her your jacket, Craig. Give her your jacket. So she gets all covered up. And, you know, Paige is like, "Um, this doesn't go with my dress. So fuck you, bitches. I'm going to hate you all from now on. (laughs) And then Craig turns this into a whole thing. He's like, I mean, what's going on in Naomi's head where she thinks she knows what's best for me and my girlfriend? (laughs) I don't think she's getting it. This is not respecting Patch. Okay, this is not what's best for you and your relationship. This is like... She's cold and you're wearing a jacket. You should give her your jacket. Like, that's all it is. It's called weather, Craig. Okay. (laughs) And Craig obviously still has feelings for Naomi, I think. Like, he's acting too defensive and crazy to not be feeling something. Yeah. He's afraid that he has feelings. How dare she say that Paige looks cold? Jesus. Also, he's in his red faced anger moment today. 
um, which is usually he reserves towards till uh, episode towards the end of the season and then the reunion where he really turns yeah. it on and goes nuts and he's already there. So, yeah. And Duck. then he put the jacket on, he puts the jacket on page, which means we get a classic page. Thank you. And she looks pissed. She's like, thank you. I hate this. Hate this. I think I've watched you wear this for like 10 seasons now. Hate it. <laughs> Thanks for putting your Josie Banks jacket on me. Thank you. Uh, so then um, Patricia is still getting dressed like Jesus Christ. I mean, I know that big poof in the front of your hair can't be easy, but what are you doing? Like paper macheing it? Get down here. <laughs> Chapter five. Marriages are made in heaven, but so are thunder and lightning. Clint Eastwood, a quote he made when talking to a chair on a stage. Congratulations, sir. If we're going to use another Clint Eastwood quote in this episode, could we please reserve, get off my lawn? Thank you. (laughs) Go ahead. Make my wedding day. See what I did there? Someone call up Justice Roberts and let him know he's really missing a good one down here. So, So it's time to start. So the wedding planner starts throwing pedals out on the ground. And Shep's like, let's get this ceremony out of the way so everyone can have some actual fun and not be bothered by stupid weddings and stupid marriages, which are probably going to fail anyway. Gosh! <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so, so they're like, they, um, Austin, the, the, the wedding party has to go line up. And Austin, it's like very, we haven't really talked about really how great it is. It's like drizzling. I actually love it. I'm like, it was, it was so fall-y. I was like, ooh, I love this. But um, so Austin's like, hey, Erica, party planner with a pencil. Hey, um, should I take this umbrella? Because it's about to rain. She's like, hmm, doesn't look great. Doesn't look great. He's <laughs> like, okay. So he goes in the line. He's the only one without an umbrella. And he starts getting pissed. And then it really starts raining, right? <laughs> yeah. So everybody has their everybody has their umbrellas but him. And then the music, the dramatic music, because Whitney's having problems because it's an electrical guitar in the rain. And yeah. Patricia's like, what a disaster. So they're all waiting to go on. Madison has like a cute, you know, pink umbrella. And Austin's like, I asked for an umbrella. And... She said I couldn't have one. She goes, maybe she just doesn't like you. And he goes, oh, yeah? Why are you here? Why are you the way you are? And she's like, you're the one being weird, Mr. Non-Umbrella. God, I tried to get one. And he goes, are you serious? Lord, have mercy. Lord, God, the Lord does not have mercy. It's raining literally on my head. The Lord has no mercy for me. Wish I had an umbrella. And Madison just shrugs and the the music goes, ah, boom. <laughs> so, <low. laughs> so then they, they, they start the procession. And so the, um, the officiant, this vet, this vet, he starts and there's like, I guess he has to go to the left. I actually never noticed this about the officiants, but I guess he had to go up the left and not down the aisle. And so Shep starts freaking out about the aisle. He's like, no, you have to go down the aisle. No, to the left. No, down the aisle. No, Austin, you go down the aisle. Come on, guys. Gosh, gosh. Do we go down the middle? Where are we going to go? Which way do we go? I don't know which way we're going. Where's my life going? That's all I see is the end. It's the end. Shep, calm down, Jesus. So they all start walking, and it's the music, and of course Whitney's like, so the dogs start freaking out, you know, one's like trying to get away, the other one is like trying to cut itself on like the leg of a chair. Jeez, why would you do that to a dog? 
And um, and so they finally get a little crack at the at the at the altar, and now it's time for Patricia to walk with Peaches. And then then the music gets like very tense because then Peaches has a moment of hesitation, and the music gets super tense, and people are like, oh no! So then we come back from commercial. And it's basically like the final scene of The Graduate. Charles jumps out of the pew right into Peach's <laughs> face and is like, Diane! Diane! Or whatever her name was. I took a shit by the bar to leave you a message. Did you get it? Don't do it! <laughs> Peaches, yeah, Peaches, Peaches is just like, no, I can't do this! And it's like the screeching music, and Peaches is trying to get away and like pull herself through the leash. It's like, God, you get down the aisle, it's fucking Ray Fiennes down there at the end, that's the preacher, <laughs> Joseph Fiennes, a, whichever uh, one it is. I was going to say, is this a callback to Harry Potter? <laughs> is it once no, it's Joseph Fiennes, yeah, it's the, the brother. Hmm. Well, yeah, I would have really liked it if Charles and Peaches just like ran off and got onto a bus and head off into, into the future. But um, but they like they swoop in and they save they save Peaches from Charles. And then then Chef is now freaking out because he forgot to get his little top hat for little Craig. I mean, it's just like there's a lot of pandemonium happening. Yeah. So he runs, and then it's still Whitney like. I mean, Jesus, Whitney, we know you want to be alone, okay? Like, some of us gain 100 pounds when we want to be alone. Do something like that or smoke a pack of cigarettes a day or so. get a drug habit. Do something, but put the guitar down, okay? We all know you want to be alone. Got it. <laughs> um, so uh, so then the Olivia, uh, the, Olivia's talking to us, and she goes, I feel bad for Austin. I mean, he's in a shit situation because they're talking about Austin standing up there with Madison at the altar. And she goes, but I'm going to have fun with Jake. And the producer's like, you mean Zach? She goes, oh my God, it is Zach. That is hilarious. Me. It's hilarious, me. Yeah. So um, Taylor's like, if this was Shep, he wouldn't even sit long enough to listen to the vows. And Shep's like, I'm a big skip the wedding, go to the reception kind of guy. We know Shep. Okay. <laughs> hey, so uh, did you hear about the? Uh, did you hear about the uh, the two antennas that got married? Mm, no. The, what the ceremony. The ceremony was okay, but the reception was amazing. Ah! <laughs> oh, it's so good. Hey, what did zero say to eight? What? Nice belt. Okay, it's not even in a wedding joke. <laughs> no, well, the, the there were guests. Was, uh... There were actually guests at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I will say this because I know there's going to be someone who's going to say this. They're like, the lady in the graduate was not named Diane. Her name was Elaine. So there, it has now been fixed. Continue. Knock, knock. Who's there? Banana. Banana who? Knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? Orange. Oh, orange you. Aren't you happy I'm not a banana? <laughs> I love Chanel. Chanel humor. If there's anything we got from Dubai, it's Chanel doing knock-knock jokes. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. So, the pastor's <laughs> like, we all know this is a shotgun wedding, but just because my brother is more well-renowned than me doesn't mean that I can't lead it. It's me, Joseph Fiennes. <laughs> Do you, Peggy from Madman, vow to have 97 children by me, your future husband, while the creepy lady from that movie with Ben Affleck is an accused wife killer 
<laughs> the, the Gone Girl. The tableau of pop culture references <laughs> happening right now. I can't follow anymore. <laughs> uh, Julia so, Roberts just jumps the fence like, I can't do it. Rides off on a horse. <laughs> Richard Gere's I'm like, just, the gerbil rumor was just a rumor. <laughs> <laughs> she just shows up at Catherine Dennis's house. I'm just a girl standing in front of a girl asking her, why is your tanner like that? <laughs> um, so he gives like a very dog themed, you know, yes. speech. He's like, dogs love. Uh, dogs are like love. Love is like love. Love dogs. Love is like dogs. <laughs> Do- like dogs. Love leaves messes, leaves you little surprises here and there can sometimes give you rabies if you don't get love vaccinated. (laughs) And love needs a lot of cleaning up after. And sometimes you just want to get it fixed. And in your cases, I've taken care of it. Hey, remember? I took your balls out. Took your your tubes out. So Craig's like, maybe one day I'll stand up there as a human with Paige. I've always wanted that rom-com life where a little dog with broken glasses becomes a human just in time to marry a human woman who doesn't know how to wear weather-appropriate clothing. I'm just a boy (laughs) standing in front of a girl asking her, What's wrong with my sewing? (laughs) (laughs) So there are some doggy vows, which I I personally did not... uh, I did not write them down. I felt like I felt like they were too important for me to try to capture on a podcast. I felt like they had to live in their moment and be gone. And then, um, <laughs> and then it's time for the reception. For now, it's time for another uh, quote: "Hear no evil, speak no evil, and you won't be invited to cocktail parties." Oscar Wilde, ex Patricia, it's a collab. <laughs> Oh, so Patricia's like, let them eat cake. Um, why wasn't uh, Pringle here? This was I rude. was wondering that. I, I was mean, like, I know that he's been demoted, but it's a place where there's actually a bar at the door. It's like the first place he had to go to that he didn't have to ask, where's the bar? And you didn't invite Pringle? What kind of monsters are you? I was actually thinking that. I was like, he must have been in San Diego seeing his children because there's no way with all this booze flowing that he's not just like in the in the background. Like, hey, so I hear there's some dogs getting married here. I thought I'd drop by. You guys, uh, you guys have a bar? Any chance? He's just floating by on the swan in the pool with a beer in his hand. <laughs> Found one. <laughs> so, so Patricia's talking to Craig about the cake. And she's like, did you see the cake toppers? And he's like, uh, and the armadillo, what's that about? She's like, it's from Steel Magnolias. It's very southern. (laughs) And so then she goes inside, and Love is like, oh, what did she say? And Craig's like, I don't know. She said something about Scarlet Magnolias. (laughs) 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 Everyone's like, Craig. I can't believe that Craig loves all these movies, and he hasn't seen Scarlet, uh, he hasn't seen Steel Magnolias. (laughs) Come on, Craig. You need to up your movie game, babe. That's right up your alley. Yeah, it seems like it would be for him. So um, now Naomi and Olivia and Marcy are talking and Olivia's saying how she really thinks that Zach is cute and so glad that Marcy set it up. Marcy's probably like, yeah, I set that up just the way I set up a crib. 
I'm pregnant. <laughs> so then Shep and Paige and I guess Craig are talking and Shep's like, so Olivia brought a date and now Austin's freaking out because he's been straddling the line of like, should I or shouldn't I gosh? Should I gosh or shouldn't I gosh? You know what I mean? Life's old question. The age old question. To gosh or not to gosh? All right. <laughs> so then meanwhile, Austin's sitting on a, on a sofa with Leva and he's like, he's like, oh, He's like, oh, God, this is insane right now. I'm drinking Jack and Coke right now. Leva's like, don't say that last word too loudly. Otherwise, Olivia's brother might run over. <laughs> Hold on. There's a knock at the door. <laughs> I think this is so funny because this whole thing is like, Austin wants to avoid having a girlfriend so he can be like Shep and keep his job on a show about Peter Pan's, right? But then Olivia gets a date and brings on a new cast member, basically, like a young, hot guy, which makes Austin look old like the old Shep was looking when Austin came on. And now he's going to try and get with Olivia so he can be with someone... Which leaves the door open for Zach to be the new fuckboy. I love the, like, sick circle of this show. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's like, God, Olivia brought a date. And Leva's like, you don't care? She's like, I do care. I do. So then Marcy tells us her whole plan because she's playing some sort of, like, Jane Austen Emma type. And she's like, part of my plan was if you don't make a move, someone <laughs> else will. And he didn't hear me, so I made sure he could see it. My baby bump, that is. I'm pregnant. (laughs) So back to Leva. She's like, so you're either going to go for the girl or you're not going to go for the girl, Austin. He's like, well, it looks like I'm not going to go for that. looks like I'm not. She's like, why? He goes, why would I? Why would I? And she tells us, what a moron. You know, this girl, you lock down or she's gone. Yeah. So then Vanita and Madison join. They're sort of sitting on a sofa. So Vanita and Madison... Vanita sits on the sofa. Madison sits on a little chair in this area. And um, Vanita just asking Madison, like, what's going to be her inspiration for the wedding? And Austin's like, marriage is poison. <laughs> I'm kidding, Leva. Married person here. And <laughs> real smooth, Austin. Right. And Madison's like, you know what, Austin, I have something to pick a bone with you about. And it is the following. Take it from here, Ronnie. He's like, oh, God, don't you have to pick with me still? She's like, nothing bad. It's just that I said hi earlier, and then you immediately... What do you care if you, if you and I are cool or not? What do you even care, Madison? Jesus, say Madison! <laughs> well, I was just wondering why you couldn't just say hello. I didn't want you to have me at. <laughs> um, so Austin's like, because there's not any reason for us to talk, Madison. There's no reason. Because everything you do is like a subtle thing in me, Madison. Everything you do is a subtle thing in me. Yeah, it's like your your announcement, like, typical Madison fashion, like, the only ex that I have is my ex-husband. And it's like, okay. So then Patricia's like, oh, I hear there's some gossip happening. I'm going to come sit down. Hey, I'm going to sit down, and then I'm going to invite anyone who walks by to sit down also. I hope everyone's okay with that, because that's what I'm going to do. It's like, Patricia, something is finally happening on your show, and you're ruining it on purpose. Who does that? <laughs> like, what the hell? So um, she's like, we need to break this up. So did everyone have fun at the wedding? Wasn't it fun? Wasn't it silly? Naomi, come sit here. Not behind Craig. Right next to Craig. Sit on Craig's lap. Sit right <laughs> on Craig's lap. That's what we'd like to see. <laughs> yeah, come on, sit down. So uh, she's like, did that Did that put you in the mood? Uh, it did. The wedding was really cute, you know, because... I'm just a boy 
standing in front of an older woman asking her to scoot back a little bit so that way Nomi can scoot in a little bit too. Thanks. <laughs> and he's looking over at Paige like, oh my God, I'm going to get in trouble for this. And <laughs> she's giving him a look, which looks even more dramatic because she's done like really dark rouge on under her cheekbones to make her look like she's like... <laughs> You know, to give that look. So she's yeah. giving extra soap opera looks today. And um, then we hear Austin going, I mean, you just can't help it. You just can't help it, right? And then you try to make it seem like it's my fault. Like, I thought you were bigger than that by now. Butterbean's backside. Butterbean's backdoor, Julie. That's the <laughs> definition of gaslighting, by the way. It's the definition of gaslighting, which it's not at all. It's not. But of course, you wouldn't expect him to know that, right? <laughs> he is not the one who gets to talk about gaslighting. So then, now, Whitney, Whitney, come sit down, okay? We got a poof over there you can put your little behind on. Okay, anyone else want to sit down in this very large circle of people? Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> so Madison's like, so, how is it with Craig? And Naomi's like, I mean, weird, because, like, right now he's, like, trying to be normal, but then he thought Paige wouldn't like him sitting by me, so then he, like, got up. It's, like, so awkward. I don't want Paige to think I'm going to get with Craig, at least not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now Austin, at this point, Austin and Craig have walked away, so Austin and... um Austin, Craig, and Paige are talking, and Austin's like, God, it was insane. I had to stand at the altar with her. And then Olivia brings a date. I'm just like, oh, for two. And Paige is like, well, you know, your girl's in town. Our girl's in town. And he's like, ugh, Sierra. She goes, mm-hmm. What kind like, of friend does this, by the way, I know. Paige? That's what, what I was thinking. What kind of thing is this? You know that if he goes to see her now, he's just going to be using Sierra to get back at someone. That's not a real friend. Boo. Bad boo. I agree. Boo. I, I agree. I was also like, you know, you know that they're toxic, so that's not cool, too. And if Sierra wanted to reach out to Austin, she would have. Uh, I think that Paige actually ultimately was just trying to set Austin up to look like a dick, you know, but I think it was wrong. And Craig's like, yeah, she's sleeping on my couch. So, and I know Austin, of course, like, really? And like, I mean, Austin's also, fuck Austin too, by the way. He treats Sierra so badly, but then like when it's convenient for him, when he's like, when two other people have moved on and he wants to get some booty and he's feeling humiliated, then he goes back to Sierra. That's not how, no, you don't treat anyone like that. Yeah, and he even says, he's like, well, Sierra's in town, Shep, so I want to hang out with her tonight, because why not? Olivia brought up the date, Lumberjack Chic over there, which the guy's not dressed like a lumberjack at all. Literally not. Also, Austin is standing, what, five feet from the guy, staring at him, licking the underside of his lip, you know, where he does that, like, <laughs> biting his lip, licking, crossing his arms all mad, red in the face. Yeah. It's a poor 15-year-old. Oh, you're pathetic, dude. Get it together. Yeah. Shep is like, uh, Austin should really sit down with a therapist. <laughs> I mean, to do something purely out of revenge is probably not the right thing to do, right? So, uh, although I feel like I'm sure Shep has uh, many uh, Hippocratic moments with that. Hippo <laughs> <laughs> Hippocratic oath moments, I should say. Not Hippocratic. Sounds weird if I just say Hippocratic. <sighs> anyway, so Naomi pulls Craig to chat. And, oh, uh, this is weird. I just have to start this by saying bad. Bad move. She should not have done this. This was so stupid. 
why in the world, you know that it's irritating Paige and it's irritating Craig. Why would you ask him to speak in the middle of the party and pull him? You know it's going to lead to nothing but disaster. You should have yeah. pulled Paige and said, hey, Paige, I know we don't know each yeah. other that well, but can we talk? <laughs> Look, I know Craig doesn't is worried. I just want you to know I'm not after Craig. I hope there's nothing weird. I'm super happy for you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad you're here. I hope we can get along. Like, why doesn't she do that? Why the she hell should've. is she pulling Craig? Bad. Well, the producers probably told her you should you should speak to Craig. <laughs> but I agree. She should have gone to Paige. You know. So, because truth be told, I don't think that Paige is actually even that that bothered. I think she just told you know Craig like you need to have some boundaries. But then Craig is acting super crazy, which I think feeds your theory, which is that Craig still has feelings. Because if he didn't, if he had feelings, he'd be super self-conscious about like those feelings coming out, I think. And which is why he's acting so weird around Naomi. But I don't think that Paige is actually even being that, like, she doesn't seem like she's that, she's not being very bitchy about it. She's not being like possessive. Well, she is a little like right but now like, in this scene, but the thing is she's only hearing much, what though. Craig is telling her, you know, yeah. which is that Naomi said everything she did was wrong and she sees how wrong she is now and blah, blah. He's making it sound like Naomi, you know, regrets everything and still loves him and all of this. So, yeah. you know, Paige probably is feeling like what the hell with this check. Yeah. So Nanny pulls her, and then Madison is, like, talking to Paige. He goes, well, you know, the exes are always going to feel a little, you know. And Paige goes, like they missed out. That's how it goes, okay? When things are on sale, they're limited quantities only. Sorry. <laughs> she goes, well, you're lost, my game. You know, I really like this, how I finish your sentences. We should get married. Sorry, I don't know if you have Amazon, but I'm already getting married. Oh, my God, is Marcy pregnant? You really need to catch up, girl. Would you like to come on to my Amazon Prime Day Live Special? Oh my God, it's amazing. <laughs> so uh, let's see. So Naomi's like, Craig, let's chat. And he's like, about what? She's like, I can't tell you, Craig. We just have to chat. So they go chat. And she's like, it's not a big deal, Craig. And he's like, what? What? And they're in a private room, but he keeps looking behind his shoulder like, what? Yeah. <laughs> It's <laughs> really nervous. Uh, she's like, why do you feel weird around me? And he's like, it's a respect thing. Naomi. Or know me. And she's like, well, it's like you still have to understand like how you make somebody feel, Craig. I mean, geez. And he's like, um, we're not we're not exes. Like we hooked up recently. Okay. So it's not like we're just exes. And then he cracks his knuckles. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like i'm not burping today i'm cracking knuckles so naomi's naomi's like well the problem is that like when you and i are around each other sometimes you act a certain way and other times Naomi, if you're trying to insinuate that i act differently around you when my girlfriend's here then when i'm not then she's like no that's not what i'm saying she goes, well that's what it sounded like can you listen to me then say it correctly. <laughs> like, Craig, just let her say what she has to say. Also, you do act totally differently when your girlfriend's you here. So, yeah, it's like, say it correctly. So, um, she's like, well, look, I mean, I think, okay, you remember how, like, when I was with Matul and I thought I couldn't interact with you? And he goes, yeah, because you were with someone who was controlling as fuck. Ding, yeah. ding, ding. That's what she's saying, weirdo. It yeah. shouldn't be so weird to see your ex. 
She's like, right, that's what I'm trying to say. And when I was in your position, you were never in my position. You left a loving relationship to be with a controlling asshole who cheated on you. And in the meantime, your boyfriend that loved you for a long, 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 long time up until, but not right now, moved on. So you can never compare the position I'm in with a very loving girlfriend with the position you were in. So what would you like to say? Because honestly, Nomi, you don't affect my life anymore. You just don't. And then he storms off. I'm like, that was kind of a dick move, okay? She didn't leave you, Craig, for Matul. She left you because you She were... left a loser who lied chronically, did nothing all day, and stabbed his wall with butter knives, okay? Exactly, okay? The pillow thing was great. It's great that he found success with the pillow thing, but as a boyfriend at that time, you were a shit boyfriend, and she got fed up, so she left. And then after she left, she met a guy who seemed like he was great because he was like a doctor and hot and all this stuff. She didn't leave you for Matul. That's not how that worked. Yeah, I don't know. Another one of them really handled this one too well, but yeah, that was kind of dickish. And then she's just sitting there alone, which, yeah, never should have gone to talk to Craig. Yep. Oh, bad move. So then he's like, ready, Paige? And she's like, ready. And then she leaves with her soap opera face. Yeah. And that's where it ended. So a very, very exciting a dog wedding on Bravo. Glad that's behind us. And uh, thanks, everyone, for being here. Have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday with Winter is Crappening, as well as a full week of other recaps. So we'll catch you there and uh, talk to you in the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Saboni. She don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila. She's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas. She don't miss no Trickolis. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie. She has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay? We talk to her daily. It's Kaylee. She's always supplying. It's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Megan Berg. You can't have a burger without the Berg. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Better do what she says. It's Elva Enriquez. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Hail the cork master, the master of the cork. It's Jennifer Corcoran. We will, we will. Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo. Karen McMurdo. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Paging Page Mills. Paging Page Mills. She's the queen bee. It's Sarah Lemke. Shannon out of a cannon. Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She no shrinking violet kuchar we love you guys